Dorktales presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dorktales. Um, it has been a slight break, thanks to some surprising events, but we're very excited to be back. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly, I use he and him, and this is going to be a great night because we are going straight into a goblin fight, which is probably one of the best types of D&D fight. But before we do that, we have a couple of announcements and some introductions from our cast here. Uh, why don't we go around in a big circle, say who we are, and then do a couple announcements, and then let's start the fight. Starting with Christine. Hello, I'm Christine. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Kalara Vingard, our human cleric of Michikel, who also uses she, her pronouns. And yeah, sorry about missing last week, guys. I kind of got COVID. <laughs> but I'm better. You're better. And I didn't catch All it from, from you, so... Uh, I have no dice! You have no dice! <laughs> it's so exciting! It's very exciting. Um... All right, let's pass over to Godfrey. Godfrey is busy right now, so Chris will not be joining us tonight. As you saw, perhaps in his name caption, Sir will not, Sir not in the episode. Um, uh, he is spending time with Caitlin and their new son, Orion. Uh, so big love to them. Chris actually was going to try to attend tonight, but we're like, well, you're not really written into the plot, so how about you sleep? And he's like, okay. <laughs> So he's, he's doing well. Chris, if you're watching right now, have a great night, man. Uh, all right, down to Robin. Hello, I'm Robin, and I forgot my uh, my stick in my hair. Um, hello, I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns. I'm second-gen gamer in the chat, and I'm going to just kill my landlord's dog. It's fine. Just kidding. Well, I, I don't right actually now. mean that. I Yeah, you can. I can, um, I can right now. It, it's really happy. Um but I, I am Robin. I second your game with chat. I use she, her pronouns, as does our lovely Kenda Rogue, Razira, Moonbrush, who is Kender Queen. Um, Good to have you here. All right. Now I can hear the dog now. There is a it, dog, a guest starring insane. dog. It is an annoying dog, but it's a dog, so we still have to kind of love it's it. It's okay. All right, it's passing a over guest star. Charlie generally guest stars a lot, so yeah. yeah. All right, passing over to Cal. Hey, my name is Cal. I use he/him pronouns, and I am playing Orin Tiros Caladon, Qualanesti Elf Bard, and uh, Orin. Yeah, Orin Tiros uses uh, any pronouns, and uh, we're excited to goblin it up. I do not have an animal companion in the background, so I feel left out. I'm sorry. You you probably will someday. Um, and finally, Soon, last actually. but not yeah, that would yeah. be good. You need there are a lot of good dogs at the local SPCA. Uh, Robin was sending a bunch of them to the group chat earlier, so you should uh, mm -hmm. you should definitely want, take a look at I getting want a pup. So many dog, a lot many dog. Um, <laughs> and last but not least, hi Jen. Hi, uh, I'm Jen, and I use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing uh, Hazel Nightgranite, who also uses she, her pronouns, our dwarven uh, lunar sorcerer um, with all of the all of the spells, many spells. Many spells. All right, so uh, folks, I'm looking at right now, the chat has purchased me uh, after last game, had some rollover, I have three drama bombs, four something good happens, and five hurt the moors. 
maybe focus on the hurt the moors because I can only have so many good things happen, guys. Um, right? That's, I don't, you, don't, you don't need that many good things. Um, so, folks, we had a great weekend. Uh, a bunch of us were away over at Fan Expo in Vancouver. Uh, as far as I know, none of us have caught the con plague yet, although I did sleep for like 12 hours yesterday, which was pretty great. Uh, had some good time. Met up with some great local vendors, some... some uh, great groups. I can see Blackwater D&Ds in the chat right now, or they were at least a minute ago. Um, it was great to meet the, up with them in person and see some other groups, as well as uh, another group called Fayfinders um, that are really, really cool people. And uh, it was a great time. Also got some great dice, which I'm going to use to destroy these players tonight. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, other little announcements. Anybody have an announcement? Because I got a couple of little tiny things, but uh, that's about it. I think my favorite thing is my chunky liquid core die I picked up. It looks so cool. Um, so excited to use it, actually. Uh, I think just not this Sunday, but next Sunday is the next installment of Technocracy Zero yep. Sum. So that'll be a good time. I have to plan. And Kelly very graciously gave me four Hurt the Moors. <laughs> to use in that game I, I did i did it's gonna be great um besides yep. that uh robin's first game is coming up the next weekend of uh, before we go into radiant citadel because we're just getting the art made and then the next little bit uh we are getting a game of passions de las passions the telenovela role-playing game so that'll be a yes. lot of fun watch us uh prepare to play the the worst of ourselves it's gonna be a lot of fun um and then we have uh another brand new game uh one of our homebrew games set in our homebrew world of elos uh that is going to be starting in april sometime so uh, it is gonna be a fantastic game i'll talk more about that during the break um and uh we have another project that is slowly coming to fruition we're just trying to figure out where to slot it in but more about that when we have a little bit more of a concrete uh a concrete you know, sense of things, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And I guarantee you're going to love it. Um, any last things before we begin? All right. I've missed everyone. Yeah, it's good to get back to this. I am excited as well. All right. So without further ado, let's head back into Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen here on Dork Tales. Excellent. Time to roll the shiny math rocks. It's true. Riding up on your horses... You could hear the sound of trouble in the distance. On a hill stands an unusual structure that resembles both a cottage and a metal fortress. The building bristles with steaming pipes and whirling devices, and it is currently under siege. Amidst clanging metal contraptions, goblins try to breach the structure, impeded by gadgets that spin, snap, and thrash in the yard. Every few moments, a gnome appears from an open clock face above the door and hucks a new clockwork calamity at the attackers while cackling and yelling insults. And I would love it if you could roll initiative, please. Excellent. This is the first time we've rolled initiative since we leveled up, which means I get to be gross. It's true. All right. Come on. So I also got a big chonky liquid core dice, and I'm going to roll that for my initiative. Okay, go ahead. Roll and uh, pop it all in the chat. Sixteen. I have so many goblins to keep track of. Let's do it. 
love it when I roll the same numbers for initiative. It just makes life so... Oh! One of, one of these goblins is very speedy. There's that three that people were asking about. Cool. Um, this is the only one out of ten. That's pretty good. Okay, so gobos. Uh, very fast gobos. And, okay. Okay. All right. Checking our chat here. Uh, looking at the initiative. I have, uh, starting at the top, I have Razira with a 24. Then I have one goblin two goblins. Uh, then I have Arntiros. Then I have Goblin 3, Goblin 4. Then I have Kalara. Then I have Hobgoblin, and I have Hazel, and then I have G5, 6, 7, 8, and the 10th one. All right, so uh, looking ahead of you, you can see this strange clockwork contraption uh, whirling down on any number of them. Some of them giant, well, large mechanical chickens surging through the air, dropping pellet bombs out of their butts. Well, I guess they're robot cloacas. As they fly through the air, you see thrashing cords whipping around, devices firing darts full of strange green liquid. I think this is time for us to hit over to our map screen so everybody can see the trouble. All right, looking at the scene in front of you, you can hear the sound of cackling gnomish laughter from that top, that top um, window above the main door. Come on, you punks! Bring it! You'll never get in here! No one I'm alive! Nearby, a hobgoblin directs a sword. What are you doing? Get in there! And we are going to start with Razira. Razira, as you are riding up the hill, you, astride Ispen, are about a good, mm, I'd say about 40 feet away from this. There are about 10 oh. goblins charging around this building, trying to get inside. Um. So does Ispen act on my turn? Because I'm he is a mount, of... he basically is your initiative. He just uh, um he will add to your speed more or less. Yeah. Cool. Um. So. Uh, it looks like the it it was shouting from the the hobgoblin was shouting at them. The hobgoblin was shouting at them, yes, who you can see off to the right of the house, well away from the contraptions they're whirling around the field. Okay, um, I think... Um... Yeah, I think Razira's going to, um... <coughs> sorry. I think Razira's gonna direct Ispin to move about... I think only 20 feet closer um to them okay to the towards the hobgoblin um and then uh, 
So, uh, steady aim. Yes. It says you, 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 can you use cannot the, move oh. in steady aim. Okay. Okay, so cool. I'm going, although... Um, that, that includes not, on a horse. I would assume so, yes. Yeah, okay. Because cool. it's hard to steady and aim while, while bumping around. Logically, when riding a horse in real life, it is very hard to aim. It's true. But I have, have you seen it? the videos of the archers on horses? There's some excellent TikToks. I've done horseback archery. It is fucking hard. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I think then... Um... Could I, because uh, I can do, would I be able to, I wouldn't be able to take two shots with my hoop pack, would I? No. Uh, do you have two attacks? I only do one. I don't, I have a bonus action um, offhand attack, but I don't think that would count. Uh, is a hoop pack light? Do you remember? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, it is. I... Does that apply to ranged attacks that you could take as your bonus? Uh, no, I don't think so. Actually, I've I've seen like some hoop hack feats where you can like do the do the the stab and the throw at the same time, but that's like up. Yeah, I would up say that would be. So, yeah. Um. All right, I think bonus action. Sorry, it's 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 been a minute, and I forgot what I could do. Um, Razira's gonna bonus action. She's going to uh, look at the commander and go, "Well, aren't you just uh, aren't you just a bit of a a fool of a of a guard there? You only have ten gold. That's not very impressive, you know. You're quite a and you smell. Oh gosh, you smell so bad. You smell like something that's coming out of my horse's arse. Um, and I need it to make a wisdom saving throw, please. New dice." I'm gonna spend a hurt more. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's gonna be a 13 plus 13 total. Yes, okay, so uh, I've sufficiently taunted it. Um, and so he'll have a disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than me until the start of my turn. Um, and then she's going to what? take a bit How of dare you? ammunition. And she's gonna launch it with her hoop back. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna spend uh, something good happens to give you advantage on this because he's not expecting <coughs> it and is very stunned by your insult. Nice, thank you. I have many of these to use, so I plan on it. Yes, well, thank you for something good because I rolled an at one for one, um, and then it's gonna be a twenty-one for the other one for the actual one to hit. <laughs> that probably hits a hobgoblin. Go ahead. Probably. All right. And because you gave me advantage, I can snack attack this. Oh, yeah, you can. Crap. I yeah, I can. For some reason. I didn't Thank process that. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, this is the one situation where I can't use my sneak attack. Um, and you gave it to me. So I thank you. You're taunting uh, him and then sneak attacking him because he's caught so. He's caught so off guard. Six plus four. He's shook. No, that's six plus. I can't. I can math. Uh, sixteen points of bludgeoning damage. Sixteen points of bludgeoning damage. No. I'm gonna spend to hurt them more. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, he draws his blade, waves it at you. 
I'm gonna guard you in the... And you're going to fire one of the shots from your hoopack, and it's gonna... And it's gonna catch him, like, right in the mouth, and he's gonna start choking on it. I'm gonna... And he's gonna drop to his knees and just start trying to give himself the Heimlich with his sword. Anything else you're doing with your action, Riz? Uh, that is, uh, the rest of Riz. Okay. All right. Uh, the first goblin that is nearby is going to see you riding up from behind, see, uh, see her commander fall to the ground, uh, and is going to turn and go, We've got riders from behind! Get them! And is going to fire an arrow at... Oh, your horse, I think. Uh, that is going to be an absolute hit on your horse. Uh, unless you want to spend a something good happens to hurl yourself in front of your horse, perhaps. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, I'll say it hits Razira instead of the horse that you'll kind of like pull back on the reins. Uh, so that is going to be uh, Razira. You're going to take six points of piercing damage as a short go fires into the side of your leg from where you are astride your horse. All right. Uh, another one of the goblins is going to turn, look at you, and yell, Attack! And is going to do a rushing charge, uh, and is going to try to leap up and and snatch uh, Hazel with the side uh, of his longsword. Pardon me, scimitar. It wouldn't be a longsword. That's way bigger. That'd be like a Final Fantasy goblin. Uh, oh, that was almost a nat 20. I love these new dice, though. Uh, Hazel, uh, is your armor class 16? Um, well, because... I'm pretty sure I put mage armor on both myself you did. and um, then uh, no, it's 17. <laughs> okay, that is damn near a hit though. Um, it surges up and this glowing shield of magic is going to just parry the blow at the last second. Um, the or, breeze actually, of it is actually... Sorry. sorry, I'm wrong. It's 15, but I'm going to throw up shield to make it 20. Okay. Uh, then you can feel the force of the blow knock your hood off um, as the shield goes up into the air. They've got a mage! Get her! Uh, and uh, with that, let's see. Uh, unfortunately, it's not anyone else's turn except for Orantiros. Orantiros, you're up. What would you like to do? Um, is there Hobgoblin leader wearing any armor? Uh, yes, in fact, he is. He is wearing... One moment while I check what a hobgoblin wears. Fashion... Chainmail. 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 It's made of chains. Uh, it could be chain female. I don't know. I didn't check. <laughs> if... If Orantiros is on a horse... Yes. And he casts mirror image, what do his mirror images are they also riding a horse I no because that includes good happens to have <laughs> that occur because it's oh, fun then i have to yeah okay <laughs> so and uh, i believe that is sorry everyone i'm a noob at this that's all right so mirror image um is pretty great it's way better than it was in previous editions in my opinion at least from a mechanical point of view 
Uh, so the way the mirror image is going to function is that you are going to flip to page 260. Uh, three illusory duplicates appear in your space. Until the spell ends, these duplicates move with you and mimic your actions, shifting position so it's impossible to track which image is real. Every time a creature targets you with an attack, roll the d20 to determine whether or not the attack instead targets one of your duplicates. Uh, and then it has the exact numbers of what a duplicate is there. Oh. Oh, I see. It's more likely to hit a duplicate the more that mm -hmm. there are. So yeah, you can look up the rules on that pretty easily. So basically, it gives you defenses. There's a chance it can Excellent. still hit you. Um, if a duplicate is hit, it is destroyed. Ah, but, I see here now. But if it hits you, you're still hit. But then it's not like you can track it, right? It's not like they can be like, aha, I stabbed that one, because they all look like they were hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty cool trick. Excellent. All right, so you okay. want to go ahead and cast that? Going to cast that. And we're going to move the uh, barbershop quartet of elves and Hello. horses. Yeah. <laughs> um... I can just move. Kind of just charging into the fray to kind of just confuse and possibly um to so kind of just like up into the, the middle. Goblins. Yeah, just all four just charging. Okay, charging yeah, you can right charge into right into the middle of it, right up to some of these goblins, uh rushing at the front door. No problem at all. That'll be that, that's your movement. There's your action. Do you uh, want to use any bardic inspiration? You still have your bonus action. Uh, the bonus action. Oh, that's a good point. I will use uh, bardic inspiration. Uh, who, who are you granting it to? Who's the brunt of these? You. Let's give but... it to. Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you give bardic inspiration to yourself? I feel like you can. You can't? I, I don't, There's a certain bard so. class that you can, but otherwise oh, okay. normally you can't. I don't know why I yeah, forgot that, but okay. So you, so you can't give it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Unfortunately, you can't, but you're like, you're just, <laughs> I wish. You're just Jay-Z listening to your own music in the car. Like, this is <laughs> this Actually, is that wasn't Jay-Z. That was, that was Kanye that was doing that. What am I Kanye. It's always Kanye. It's always Kanye. Don't be Kanye. Who's who's taking a thwack? Razira? Razira's taking a thwack. Razira, you're much better looking and and poetic and stronger than these wretched creatures. Strike strike their leader true and they shall crumble. Nice. I see you are D6 at this level? Yeah. Yes. Alright. Uh Razira, you're gonna gain inspiration, and we are in goblin turns. Uh alright. Cal, uh, the two goblins that you have charged with Sparkle Sparks uh, are, in fact, going to turn and aim their blows at you. The first one is going to make a hit. That's going to be an unnatural 20 to try to hit you. Uh, so uh, I need you to roll me a d20. If you roll a six or higher, one of your duplicates will be hit instead. 17. Okay, so uh, suddenly the barbershop quartet becomes a barbershop trio. Uh, if you if you would like, you can choose to take the hit yourself, or you can have one of your guys go. He's gonna go 
They do. Okay. All right. So you're down to three. Uh, that first one goes, I got him. I got, what? Where'd he go? Why are there? What? <laughs> it's magic, you fool. Watch. This is how you do it. And another one is going to take a swing at you as well. Uh, and is in fact going to stab exactly where the one was a second ago. But there's nobody there at that point because <laughs> he got a five, which is like a nine. That's not great. All right, Kalara, it is your turn. Two goblins are surrounding Orontiros. Uh, one of them is scrabbling at the horse. Uh, one took a shot at uh, Razira. And uh, this hobgoblin is choking on a sling bolt. And the rest of the goblins are being besieged by these strange contraptions. Okay. Um, well, I feel like Orontiros might be in a little bit of trouble, which... I feel like potentially he's gotten used to having Godfrey have his back, and so he's just rushed in and not thought that through that Godfrey's not here to help back him up and keep them off his back. Um, so I guess I'll just have to step up and cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay, what is your Spiritual Weapon? Um, I think it looks like my staff. Okay. Because that's my holy object, and it's mystical staff, so I think it's going to be a staff weapon this time. Okay, one second, um, I will make a staff for you. Basically the prettiest ever magical girl type staff, because now it's glowing and okay. shimmering with radiance. Um, just, oh, there you go, you have a staff. Now, how close can that be created? Where are you going to put it? I have a range of 60 feet on this spell, it looks like. Okay, so you, you can, can create it right spell, next to somebody's goblins. Make a goblins. melee spell attack. Okay, go um, ahead. Um... We're going to say that's goblin number seven. Okay, so I'm going to move it up here and actually attack the one that's right on Arantiros. Okay, so that's goblin number five. Is goblin number every goblin except the farthest away one and the hobgoblin are within my range. Okay, sounds good. All right, so, so casting that. A melee spell attack. Sounds good. Um, so the so... Want, or the, your staff goes and appears directly above this this goblin and smites down. You know what? I'm going to spend another something good happens for you to roll with advantage on that. Yay! Um, so this would be my spell attack bonuses, correct? With my wisdom mod, even yep. though it's melee? Yep. Sweet. So it's wisdom plus it's the same thing you do with Malia. I'm going to use... I. It's been so long since I've played Malia, I don't remember. It's like a week and a half to get back. So I'm going to use my new dice. So let's see how they do. Well, the liquid cores let me down. The other one's not too, too bad. Um, that's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Dirty 20 is absolutely going to hit this goblin for some reason. Okay, uh, so it's a D8 damage. Um, plus my spellcasting ability mod. Okay, so that is going to be... Um, Uh, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Tell me how you do it. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think, A, I'm on Cookie's back. And I'm just going to look. It's a vocal somatic, so I think she levels her staff to direct where she's casting it at. And this illusory, radiant image of the staff just kind of pops into existence 
And I feel what? like for Kalara, she doesn't necessarily really get the spellcasting too much yet, so she swings her staff as if she's trying to hit it. And the illusionary spiritual weapon um, swings in the exact same way and just, I think, maybe comes down from a little low and goes upwards and catches him just kind of behind the chin and <laughs> knocks his head back. All right, and knocks it back, and uh, he is going to fly back and just, um, if I may, um, a little uh, mechanical uh, creature shaped like a porcupine is going to roll forward and just impale him as he flies back. Oh, All right. that works, because I don't think she actually intended to kill him. All right. <laughs> just knock him away. There's an explosion of gorge. <laughs> What? what She's gonna shriek a little from on the horse. <laughs> what did what? Th- this is all really new to Orintiro. Basically, you fell on so Shadow the Hedgehog. A magic flying weapon just uppercutted a goblin, and it fell onto Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, basically. Who oh, so like that's a fog trap <laughs> eviscerated the goblin. All right. Well, I uh, feel the- like. Kalara is just kind of doing these things, not really necessarily knowing what they're gonna do, because it's just like this information got kind of shoved in her head, and she just he wasn't knows conscious. it. He wasn't conscious when it happens. Don't worry. It was All painless. Right. Um, I hope so. The the hobgoblin is going to recover, uh, vomit up this sling, uh, this slingshot. Uh, and is going to make a charging attack at Razira, going, I'm going to take you down if no one else does! And is going to do a leaping attack at you, Riz. Oh, may the odds be in your favor. Uh, that is... Oh, I think it's a mess. It might be a mess. I think that's only a 15. That is just my AC. Is it? Okay, yep. I'm going to use martial advantage. Because there is a goblin Unless nearby you. I still have a reaction. Oh, are you going to silvery barbs me? Silvery barbs. Yes! Okay. I actually rolled Not higher. Not today, ugly. I actually rolled higher on that. <laughs> Damn it. But that's who good. Who are, you gonna, who are you going to give no. your advantage to? Uh, if you give it to Razira, then she, oh, she she's going to already. She's already going to do a ton of damage. I'd oh, give it let's to, give it... Let's give it to Hazel. Okay. All right. So his, so he takes the lesser of two. So it's going to be exactly a 15 instead of a 19. Uh, and then that is going to be a long sword attack, which is going to be a D10. These new dice are fantastic, by the way. Um, long sword is, oh, I guess he's using a two hand. I'm like, long sword is a D10? He's using a two handed. Uh, and he could have rolled way better than that. I'll tell you what. Um, so that is going to be 13. 14 points of slashing damage. Yikes! As I... He, are you yikes! Oh, yeah, but that's like half of my hit points. Uh, he leaps up and brings his longsword down for the glory of the red dragon! And is going to slash down into you. Uh, and now that he's this close, you're going to realize that the goblins and he are all wearing black armor that is adorned with the symbol of Takasus. All right, and Are, Hazel. Is she able to use the inspiration to lower that, or is that not how inspiration? That's not how inspiration works. So inspiration will add to um, add Yourself. to Riz's rolls. Yeah. Dang. So it's very very <laughs> useful. 
um, but it is not useful in this specific case. Uh, so uh, there's going to be a wide slash that's going to open up along your side, Riz, uh, spraying blood up onto Hazel's shield, which is going to shimmer with energy. And Hazel, it's your turn. Um, yeah, so I have a couple things. Um, now, it's been a, it's been a bit, so yes. um, let me know if I have the the magic part of this correct <laughs> oh, i will do my best um, i would like to use um uh blindness on this one that just hit riz okay and um or i guess i'm technically using a uh, quicken spell on that one okay um and then uh for my cantrip um firebolt a different one because if I just outright kill this one, why did I blind it? <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, that, that so, works for me. Cool. Uh, blindness so, is a con save. So uh, the way it's going to work is you... Um, so mechanically what you will do is you will turn that into... Yeah, that, that works. So you're turning your, your blindness deathness into a, into a bonus action. Yep. Uh, with a quicken spell. And then using okay. a cat hand trap. Yeah. Okay. Uh, con save. I have. Oh, I don't think I do it. Uh, what is my DC? Oh, I might not have changed this with level up. Um, it's, it's, it's above 12. Uh, yeah, it's above 12. Okay. So he is going to be. Do you choose blindness or deafness with that, or is it blindness and. Uh, it's blindness or deafness, and I choose blindness. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Oh, my eyes! What did you do to my eyes? He's gonna yell, trying to claw at his now. Um, you're gonna see like cloudy gray goop just kind of mist across his eyeballs as you cast that. The lunar gods disagree with Tachesis. Te <laughs> well, the black one doesn't, but you know. Shush. Well, maybe. I mean, that's her. That that's her mom. So maybe his mom. <laughs> it's mom. Um, and then I will firebolt a different one. Sounds good. Uh, there is advantage. a goblin directly beneath you, which I would not suggest because you'll have disadvantage. Um, but yeah. any of the others are fair game. Yeah, I'm just gonna pick one like. Pick one off. of the ones. I have such a long range on it. It's all like of the ones on the uh, on the western side of the house have not acted yet. Okay. Cool. Yeah, let's grab one of them. Just whatever one's kind of closest over there. All right, go ahead. Uh, okay, so that is... Uh, and I have advantage from... Right? You have advantage. Cool. Uh, that is... Where is my number? That's a 19. 19's going to hit. Awesome. Uh, that... Let me find that one. So many spells. I rolled one d ten. That's six. Six points of fire damage are uh, going to strike into uh, just this first goblin over here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's gonna be goblin. Goblo gobbo number five. All right, uh, that one is going to be peppered with your flames and is going to shriek as half of its body is crisped um, and is going to let out this horrible 
noise. Excellent. Um, um, by the way, the blind one um, automatically fails any ability check that requires sight and attack rolls against it have advantage, and its attack rolls have disadvantage. Perfect. Um, I, it is, I love the blinded condition. It's so good. Okay, uh, the other goblins seeing uh, seeing it, their leader in jeopardy. Uh, one of them is going to aim a uh, one of its bow shots at you. It's going to draw back its longbow. Gotta protect the boss! Uh, and, oh, that was so close. Uh, an arrow's gonna pew and fly over your head, embedding in the ground next to you kind of harmlessly. It's actually going to embed, go dunk, and go and fall over. Not even sticking in the ground up here. Um, the one that you've lit on fire uh, is, uh, is going to run away actually, because he doesn't like being on fire, and uh, he, he has better things to do now that his boss has, in fact, um, has, in fact, uh, been blinded. He can, he sees his boss clawing his eyes and sees an opportunity. Um, it is not worth it. Uh, the others, however, are going to aim their bows. Uh, two of them are going to fire at Kalara. Kalara! do me a favor. Oh, that first one's not going to hit you, but that second one is. Uh, one of these longbow shots is going to be a 21 to hit you. Yeah. I catch uh, the other one on my shield. The other one is going to block your shield, uh, be blocked by your shield, but as you are doing that, one of them is going to snake over the top of your shield, ping off the top, and is going to scrape along the side of your jaw for two, three points of piercing damage opening a big cut along the side of your jawline. All the red blood just... All the red blood. It's going to nick your ear a little bit. Stain my my shirt. Okay. Uh, All right. That was two of them. Uh, Orantiros, the last two are going to aim their volleys at you as you are uh, as you are dead center in the combat. One of them is going to completely miss. Uh, One of them is going to is going to strike uh, but can you do me a favor and roll to see if it hits you proper? I just used up my own my one natural twenty for the night. Oh, did you? Okay, well, one of, yeah. so you'll hear another. All He's right, so another left. one. All right, so another one of them is going to go. Pop. Now it is just a duo. You're just you're just a duo pair. Uh, top of the initiative, Razira. What would you like to do? Um. So, how hurt is this uh, goblin hobgoblin leader looking? Uh, really, really bad. Really, okay. really, really bad. Honestly, if you like put if you put your ankle out, like your boot out, you might kill him with a trip. <laughs> okay. Um, one might say that uh, technically you probably downed him, but I spent a hurt of more to give him up with a hit point. Oh, <laughs> damn. I could have been... At, oh, you just want to get me with... Because it's funny. Uh, Kalara having the scar and like a slight thing, you know, like Riz by the side is like... Psh, psh, yeah, because she took three points. She like, took 14. There's a difference. Oh, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's funny, like... Kalara's like looking at yourself being like, I got a little blood on my shirt. And you know, like Riz is covered. So yeah, this is what battle feels like. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, I mean, Laura's not the one going running right into the midst of combat. She's standing back and being careful. To be fair, they ran at me. I I did long range. I learned. I tried to learn. Riz kidnapped me on a horse. Well, (laughs) Riz, what are you doing? Um. So I think Riz is going to uh, take her hoop pack and she's going to uh, finish him off. Okay. With Go ahead, make me an attack roll with advantage. <laughs> wow. Wow. That could have been better. Um, ooh. I'm going to use my bardic inspiration because I'm scared. Okay. Okay, so that's going to be an 18 to hit. That will hit. What a 16 of hit. Just curious. Mm, uh, it would not have. Okay, cool. I'm glad I spent my bardic inspiration then, because I had a 16. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, let me just do th- 3d6 overkill <laughs> damage on him. Because the hoopack, when it's used as a the, the bladed end, is a d6 as well. Wow! 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 I rolled 19 points. <laughs> All right, so um, would you like to describe how you drop him down into negative 18 hit points? Yes, I think Razira is going to... um, May I pause for one moment? Mm-hmm. He has 11 hit points total normally, so that is how dead he is, so just for dramatic purposes. Because I I did a total of 16 and then 19. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. I I can only keep him up by legally cheating. Yep. So I think Razira is going to uh, take, she's going to uh, look down on him and she's just going to kind of jump off of Ispin. She's going to grab, because does he have like any sort of hair? Like, is he, does he have yeah, any he has sort a, of hair? He's a big black top knot on top of his head, okay. kind of like a Klingon. So Razira's going to, as she, as he, as she's falling off the horse, she's going to grab him by the top knot and just take the hoop pack, uh, decapitate his head, and then as a bonus action, I would like to try to intimidate the rest of the goblins by being like, "So what you're going to do? Can't have your boss. You're no longer really employed." All right, go ahead and make me an intimidation roll. Okie dokie. An economics roll. Yeah, make me an economics roll. <laughs> they were going to unionize anyway. Yeah. I've started oh, a, that's, a discussion that's in the chat great. on whether or not the DM can cheat. Whether or not it's possible for a DM to cheat. I don't think that's going to be great. Um, that's okay. going to be a 12. Okay. Uh, that Nothing is going to happen, but because we are on initiative 20, I've decided it's happening on initiative 20 because I forgot about this phase of the combat. Um, you're going to hold up that, and as you do that, um, something you're going to hear, take this, you freaks! And doom, 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 a giant pair of mechanical teeth starts going around the floor. Like, sorry. starts chomping across the ground uh, and is going to leap up and try to bite Kalara. Uh, and I'm going to say her shriek is probably going to cut <laughs> off some of your intimidation. Uh, Kalara, this is actually going to hit you. Uh, this is going to be a, an unnatural 20 to hit you. Uh, there is going to be... 
I'm killing you with paper cuts, Galara. There's you're gonna take one point of bludgeoning damage as this giant set of teeth that are about the size of like a like a bread box are going to launch up and bite your toes and clamp onto your foot. How much damage? Uh that is gonna be one point of bludgeoning damage. Clara's gonna be shrieking and kicking, and the, the horse is probably gonna go in a circle because she's like, "Get it off! Get it off! Get it off!" Sounds good. Um, so as that happens, uh, I'm gonna spend a drama bomb to have another one of the clockwork chaos effects go off as a mechanical chicken uh, is going to begin to fire tin eggs at you. Uh, every one of you is going to have a tin egg uh, fire at you. We're gonna start with uh, uh, Orantiros. Uh, that is going to be a 19 to hit Orantiros, a 17 to hit Hazel, a 22 to hit Riz, and a nat 20 to hit Kalara with these eggs that are going... I'm going to spend a drama bomb just because it hit all of you, just to be fair. Um, each one of you is going to... Cal, do me a favor, roll for Orantiros to see if his last thing pops. Uh, at this point, 15, I forgive. So, so it's still. So it I does. need to roll over an eleven for the last one. Okay, so the last one is going to go up. Uh, everyone else, uh, so going down the list. Hazel, you're going to take three points of bludgeoning damage. Riz, you're going to take two, and Kalara is going to take four as the eggs go <laughs> strike each of you, exploding into an oily mess. Uh, you're going to have a disadvantage on attack rolls this round because you were just covered with stinky, sulfurous mess. All right. Uh, so Riz, that'll be your next round because you already went. Uh, all right. Uh, the goblin that has ran up alongside of you sees their boss get skewered uh, and is going to enter a goblin rage and is going to attempt to strike your mage again, leaping up to bite Hazel, ah, he's gonna, uh, Hazel does a, I mean, not to bite, to swipe. Uh, Hazel does a, like a, like a, like a, an 11 hit you? I no, no, it does I'm gonna hurt them more to try to do that, and 11's my good roll. Uh, so it's gonna go, ah, and the blade is going to hit the side of your, kind of, your, your mage armor, which is covered in this oily goo, and it's gonna go, and just kind of sail off into the distance. That went well for you, didn't it? The goblin's going to use its bonus action to pick up the long sword. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to just put a little note there that this goblin has a long sword because that's hilarious. Um, all right, Orantiros, the last of you uh, is going to face a goblin that is going to look up at you, is going to leap at you, and with the rage of the small is going to try to engage you in slashy cuffs, because it's not fisty cuffs, uh, that is going to be a grand total of, uh, does a 16 hit you? It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does? Okay. Yes, it does. <laughs> this, this new dice is amazing, by the way. I, uh, I should have bought this a while ago. Uh, Orantiros, you're going to take four points of slashing damage, and it is now your turn as this goblin leaps up and is going to slash you uh, just across the chest, uh, revealing a bit of peck. Not much, though, because I've seen your strength score. Oh. <laughs> well, he's he's lean. 
He's got a swimmer bod, really. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (gasps) Gasping and pulling their rapier, Orintiros is going to uh, going to look into the eyes of this abomination and say, no one makes me bleed my own blood and run (laughs) and run the gobby through. All right. Well, uh, 14. Uh, 14 is going to hit this goblin. Go ahead, roll me damage. Oh. Rapier is a D8, if I recall. D8 plus your dex. Now, did you roll? Do uh, you rolled with. Di- oh, wait, never mind. You were the only one that didn't get egged. Never mind. You got egg, but you didn't get egg. Oh, right. Uh, looks like it is nine. Nine, and uh, that's with your dex mod, right? That's correct. Perfect. All right. So stabbing down into this, uh, you are going to skewer him right through the chest, and he's going <laughs> to... And start doing, like, the Paul Rubens and Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie kind of death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a good way to it. pretend to be dead on the he, battlefield. He, he, he's going to on his next turn. Uh, you, he is very badly wounded. Blood's going to start going like sprinkling out of like, out of the wound. Um, all right, would you like to do anything else with your turn? Uh, who? Let me take a look at the battlefield here. See how the gobbies are faring there uh so there are two of them are dead as well as the hobgoblin army one of them is dead uh one of them has ran away there's a bonus i think i have my bonus action left you do yes uh and that lasts for sorry everyone i am a you're new. new that's fine so your bonus action, um, uh, what are you asking about the, inspiration? The bardic inspiration lasts for... Uh, usually about a is minute. Is it like a scene? Or is it a minute? minute? It's ten minutes. Ten minutes. Um, I've used mine already. But you can give bardic inspiration to multiple people at the same time. They just have okay. to use it. Who's co- who's going next? Uh, the next player? initiative is Kalara. Um, and she's got that spiritual mace thing, which is doing pretty good. Right. Damage. Uh, yeah, let's let's use another bardic inspiration for Kalara. All right. And uh, Oren Tiros is the D six. D six. Okay. Tiros is going to uh, yell behind him now that he's run out of mirror images. Um. Despite their short stature, they're they have a surprising reach. All right, you're going to gain a d6. Not unlike yourself. <laughs> All right, and that's it. Now. All right, so that's going to be good. The one that you are facing um, is going to. Let's see. Okay. Uh, one of them is going to fire an arrow at Kalara. And is going to just like straight up mess. 
One of them is going to fly past you, Kalara. It is your turn. What do you do? Which one just shot at me? The one that just shot at you is this one right here. The one that's just about 10 feet away from your spiritual weapon. 15 feet. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't, no? don't need to move that way. Right. Um, so, reading oh, it, no. it is a bonus action yep. to move and attack with a spiritual weapon. Yeah, which means you can still use a spell. Yep. Okay. Um, so I'm actually going to move the spiritual weapon over here. Okay, it's moving it over to the west where there are three more kind of halfway clustered. I'm going to smack that guy. Okay. Uh, you um, will have... Uh... I have disadvantage. Yep, you have disadvantage. Um... But on attack rules, I can add my Bardic Inspiration, right? Yes, you can. Cool. Do I have to add it before I roll, nope. or can I do it after? You can do it before after. Before I find out if it's a fail yeah. sort of thing, right? And you also okay. have Determination. Everybody here has a point of Determination, by the way. Well, I rolled... My worst roll was a 15, so... Uh, that yeah, that hits a Goblin. That, yeah, even with additions to it. Okay, so I'm going to hit him. And I believe that is a D8... Okay. Damage. Um, and I think and, I add my add, my mod to that. So that's seven points of damage. Okay, seven points of damage. That is going to, to knock him real good. And as my action, I'm going to uh, level my staff and cast Sacred Flame. All right. Uh, he needs to make me deck nope. save? No? He doesn't nope. meet 15? Uh, no, I got a... That's an 11. Okay. Uh, that is 6 points of radiant damage. 6 points of radiant damage uh, is going to burn into this goblin who's going to shriek as he is lit afire. Uh, and he's going to start running in a circle trying to put himself out, but that's not the way this works. He just doesn't know it. <laughs> And I'm going to try and, like, shake my foot, get this thing off my foot. Uh, it's going to fall to the ground and start, like, going chomp, 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 chomp away. The mechanical teeth are going to start, like, dancing in a random direction. Let's find out which direction they're going. Uh, they're going to start gonna... moving to the north. Okay, I'm going to move my horse up a little bit. Sounds good. All right, so clip-clopping away. The, the teeth are going to kind of walk next to you as they're going chomp, 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 chomp but they're not going to bite you again. Um, all right, so moving the horse up. Hazel, it is your turn. Yeah, um, how far am I away from things? So you have a goblin right at your feet right now, but beyond that, uh, you are 10, 15, 20. Uh, there is another goblin about 20 feet away from you to the north. Uh, two more goblins about 30 feet away from you. Actually, about one, two, three, three goblins about... 30 feet to the north of you, and then three more kind of clustered about 50, 60 feet away to the west. Okay. Um, because the horse didn't move on Riz's turn, could I make the horse move? Yeah, totally. Cool. Um, and those, those three that are kind of ahead of us, mm -hmm. um, how far away are they from each other? I really can't tell with this map. <laughs> uh, they are. Uh, they are within uh, two of them, within five feet of each other. Another one. Um, 
five feet and ten feet for the last one. Okay, cool. Um, that works. So yeah, I'd like to get up. Actually, we don't even need to go that far. Basically, I want to try and get all three of them in a 15-foot cone. Okay, so you can do that because you're on a large creature. Yeah, you don't even really have to take an opportunity attack. You just kind of have to pivot around the one that's at your heels and you'll be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll actually... All right, so what's my save for this? Um... It is... Hold on. Not a save. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a color spray. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, give it to me. So I roll 60, 10, and then that's the hit points. Oh, God. You Which, can, you can, these you can fail this. These ones don't have a lot. <laughs> okay, so these guys... Uh, okay, and one of them was hit already. So, for the record, I rolled a 10, two nines, and an 8, as well as two more dice. (laughs) Um, Uh, Well, you're dealing with... I'm pretty sure you just went over the hit points that I have left right there. 42. Yeah, that's more hit points than I have with those three. Cool. Um, So, a magical rainbow fires out of you. Yep. I think... And, uh, uh, they're blinded until the end of my next turn. Um, yeah. Uh, do, do, do. Does it say? It gi- it gave me some extra stuff at the bottom, so I'm like, did I misread this? But I don't think I did. Hmm? So, uh. A prismatic, like, beam fires out of you, striking into them, blinding them until the end of your next turn. Um, And color spray... Just double check. So you're saying it does do another additional effect? No, it doesn't. Um, I think it just... uh, It says it ignores unconscious creatures, and then there's a, like unconscious and incapacitated yeah but it it gives me a list of conditions at the bottom and says um, blinded and then unconscious and incapacitated but um, it doesn't uh, like make people unconscious or incapacitated that I can tell it does not so I think it's just blinded All right, sounds good. So three of them are absolutely blinded as your spell flares out Um, uh, one of them uh, is oh god uh, it is going to be first the one that Kalara is bludgeoning. Kalara, uh, one of them is going to take a swing at your spiritual weapon because it's freaked out that it's being bludgeoned by a spiritual weapon. Uh, can a spiritual weapon be hit? I don't think I've ever tried that before. Um, or, I don't think so. I think it's. I think. I think he's going to make contact with it. Um, I don't think that a spiritual weapon can be harmed though. It does not have hit points and it does, does not, not say that it can be points. popped. Uh, well, it's it... not a concentration spell, so I can't even lose it. It just lasts. Okay. Uh, so this little gobbo is going to take a swing uh, and is going to like hit this spiritual weapon in such a way that if it were a real staff, this this is a pretty solid hit. It actually probably would have splintered its haft, but instead he's going to tumble through and land on his ass. 
he's not particularly particularly wise. Um, these three are going to tumble around. One of them, hearing the horse beneath, is going to try to lunge and attack, uh, rolling with disadvantage. Uh, it is going to completely whiff. Uh, the others are going to hear this combat and kind of run in a random direction toward it, or away from it, uh, and are going to run... One of them is going to run here. Orntiris, you can make an opportunity attack as one of them runs by your horse going... Aah! I think I will. Yeah, you might as well. Oh. That's a big ol' eight. <laughs> All right. Big ol' eight is not going to... Uh, uh, by the way, roll me with advantage because they're blinded. Oh. Uh, that's a 22. Uh, that is absolutely going to hit. And that's a nine total. You know what? Uh, that is going to be enough for this guy. He's had a bad day. Uh, your rapier is going to lash out and is going to go right in one ear and out the other. Quick and painless. He's going to fall to the ground. Uh, absolutely dead. Uh, the last one is going to rush up and, uh, and take... You know what? I'm going to say that it's going to move just far enough out of range. Hazel, would you like to make an opportunity attack? With your hammer. Oh yes, please. And advantage, yes, I would. please. <laughs> uh, did Hazel get hit with the slime? Oh, Hazel did get hit with the slime, but uh, until the well, end of the my next roll, turn, yeah. my first roll was a fifteen on the die. Okay, so fifteen. Then we're gonna take that, and that's gonna hit. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that is. Hoo hoo. Uh, that is eleven. You know what? Uh, it's it's a fun. Uh, you wanna you how do you how do you do this? <laughs> um, I think I see him heading. You know, trying to to get away, and I just take the hammer um, that I've been. I, I had taken off my back and was sort of wielding, and I was just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I just wail on him like a pumpkin. Uh, it just. <laughs> This goblin is going to die in slow motion like a clip from Sniper Elite uh, and is going to collapse to the ground, kind of a twitching, shivering mess. Uh, and at that point, there are at least five dead gobos on the field. Uh, to, oh, no, there's one more. Okay, slight courage save. All right. Um, another one of them. Uh, one of them is going to fire a an arrow at... Oh, you're a big, scary mage. I'm going to aim at you. Uh, oh, uh, that is gonna be an unnatural 20. Alright, oh my god, really? Okay, uh, Hazel, as you are going, smashing down an air, it's gonna go and it's going to hit you for 8 points of piercing damage. Ow. The last gobbo of the turn is going to see Kalara waving her staff around and is going to fire a short bulb as well. I'm just going to hurt them more on this. And Kalara, does an 18 hit you? Yes. Alright, you're going to take uh, six points of piercing damage as an arrow 
flies across the field and is going to puncture you in the shoulder that you were holding your shield with. All right, and we are at the zeroth initiative phase, which means I get to roll a thing. Okay, uh, there are four of you, so I'm going to roll to see randomly who this affects. Here we go. Uh, that is going to be... Boop. Boop, technically Godfrey. Uh, so, let's roll. Just take that, there. Godfrey. Take that, Godfrey. Um, I'm going to say that is going to be... Okay, that's going to be Riz. Riz. Um, a device cranks out from the ceiling and fires directly at you. That is going to be a nat 20 to hit you. Uh, you're going to take... Do, do we one... have any something good happens left? I do not. <laughs> I, I use them all. Uh, all right, Riz, that's going to be a nat 20 to hit you. Three, two, you're going to take one point of piercing damage. And suddenly, the dart with this glowing green fluid is going to go and just cover you with green fluid. Um, It tastes like pistachio. It tingles slightly when you put it in your mouth. But other than that, seems completely hmm. harmless. Don't like yep, how you said that. that. Um. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was my nat twenty that I that I got to waste on that. Razira, it's your turn. Nice. Um. Okay, so there's a uh, one gabo right in front of me. Hey, and it is blinded. Oh, I know. I have disadvantage, but. It's blinded, so it means I roll flat. You roll flat. Which means I still get my sneak attack. Thank you, Jen. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten any sneak attack this round with disadvantage. Uh, so I will roll flat. Riz will uh, make an attack. She's going to um, pull out her rapier from this um, and make a swipey with that. Ooh, that's a 17 plus 6. Yeah, that's going to hit. Roll me damage. Alright. 2d6 plus a d8. Hey, I think you dropped this. Oh, it looks like I found it. And she says with her uh, rapier. Ooh, that's not terrible. Uh, do do do. 12, 13, plus 4 is 17. I'm going to delete this goblin real quick. Um. Um, and then she will uh, uh, technically she's kind of on the front of the horse. Is there a way that she could like scooch on over by Hazel and then make her offhand attack with the um, the hoopback at at the gobbo kind of behind us. Yeah, like you just rotate the horse around. <laughs> you jump <laughs> off the horsey to cut off the dude's head. So you could slide under the horse. Well, that's true. At least I think you jumped off the horse. Oh, I did jump off the previous turn. Yes, I did. For dramatic effect. I did. So you can jump back on the horse? Is that what happened? 
Or he's going to rush around. Uh, I'm just going to parkour under the horse. Parkour under horse. Because <laughs> I'm the small horse. folk. Yep. Slide of horse. Surprise! Make a slide of horse. Check. Make a slide of horse. All right. Do it. All right. My slide of horse. Check. I I am going to. I'm going to spend a hurt the more to make an attack with my longsword because this is longsword Gavo at the same time that... as you. What? What? I'm going to spend a hurt the more to do because he has the next He's initiative. He's blinded, though. He's blinded, too. He he was not. No, he was not. He was not. He was, he was the, the opposite he was out side of the cone. Of the cone. So oh, I thought I thought oh I thought other things were running around. All right. Nope, oh, so, so I have disadvantage on this then. You have disadvantage, but he has normal. Fuck. Oh. Ooh, that's a that's a number. Does a nine hit? I'm gonna spend my determination to make it a twelve. Okay, a twelve. A twelve will probably. Let me just double check something real quick. Oh. No, it won't. Oh, there he seems like thirteen, up. isn't it? It's a little <laughs> higher than that, but I'm not gonna tell you. Oh, no, I um, thought someone hit with an eight earlier. Hmm, darn. No, nobody hit with an eight. Oh, I, I'm just hearing things. Apparently, you're just hearing things. Excuse me, is the dog I barking? Missed with um, an eight. Uh, yeah, someone missed with an eight. Um, I rolled an eight just now to hit you. Uh, so you're going to dive forward with your hoop back going, ah, bringing it down. Uh, and it's going to go right in the ground next to this guy's feet because he tried to pick up his long sword to, to behead you as you were jumping and went, wow, and kind of fell backwards. Uh, and that's going to be that turn for him because, you know what? I'm going to spend another hurt the more. I got another hurt the more. He's going to take a swing at you again. He's going to. What? He's going to put his all into it. Okay, wait. You wait. may may what? 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 <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Riz is gonna spend the rest of her movement to get back on Espen, which means I can't take any opportunity attacks because I don't provoke if I make a melee attack due to my fancy footwork. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to jump up on the horse. Um yep. he is going to uh he's gonna try to to cut you down. Uh, mm -hmm. with his action. Uh, and mm -hmm. uh, if you would like to, you may make an opportunity attack. Because <laughs> I botched. Yes. So in the turn order, is this his turn now or my this turn? Is, this still? is his turn. You're, you did your turn. Okay. Okay. No, so if I, hit, I make... <laughs> if I hit, I get my sneak attack back. Uh, by the way, it's, um, it's the end of your turn now. So you are no longer... You no longer have disadvantage. You wipe the goop off you. Sneak attack. Yeah, and you're. I also just for flavor. I don't. I don't actually care if I actually take the attack, but I kind of want to just swing my hammer like like a polo racket, because we were talking about goblin polo in the chat. So okay, I'll, uh, just, I just um, want to do that. So again, another seventeen plus six to hit. Yes, that'll hit. That'll hit. Um, All right. Oh, he does so, have full hit so, points though. Okay, but I. Uh, uh, that's a deep. Eight and two d six because I get my sneak attack on a turn. Uh, Jen, you can make me an attack roll, please. Okay. You're not. You don't have disadvantage, but Riz, go ahead. Uh huh. Um. Eleven, thirteen plus four is another seventeen points of. Okay, how do you do this? The longsword Gabo is going to try to take a swing at you, but the longsword's too heavy. Um, I think. 
does Riz, out of the back of her eye, see uh, Hazel lining up for a polo shot? Uh, Hazel, what'd you get on your attack roll? 14. Uh, yes, you most certainly do. <laughs> All right. Uh... Reaper doesn't do well for slicing off the head, but I think in this moment it does. I think off with the gobbo head. Time uh, to yeah, stab, loosen the neck up. Now I need to ask, yeah. uh, um, Hazel, are you willing to spend your determination on this? Yes. Okay, uh, you are going to stab this goblin through the neck, tearing the sinew and uh, and punching through the back of its spine, and. Uh, as that happens, Hazel's going to bring the hammer down, and there's going to be a tremendous look noise. Uh, and the goblin that is being currently pelted by Kalara's um, uh, Kalara's spirit staff uh, is going to look up in time to meet the, its friend. Uh, do me a favor, uh, roll me... What's your strength score? Mine? Yeah, what's your strength mod? Uh plus three okay um it is an improv weapon so it is only going the head that you have just launched across the field is going to do one plus your strength mod in damage this goblin thanks to kalara has four hit points <laughs> a goblin Yay. head is going to fly across the field <laughs> what trog and is going to crank this goblin to the head dropping it to the ground dead as a stone hazel's just gonna raise her warhammer and be like teamwork all right, Orantiros, it is your turn. There are three goblins left on the field looking very skittish and afraid. Hmm. Skittish and afraid. Yes, both at the same time. They're multitasking. Quickly, stop them. They're multitasking. And... <laughs> have the rapier out. Might as well uh, finish off the one that's... Uh, uh. In front of him. Oh, I liked him. Uh, go ahead, make me an attack roll. He had his chance to flee. All right. 23. And... 23 is absolutely a hit. Plus the dex, right? 10. That is more than enough. Do you want to describe this for me? While he's choking and trying to catch his breath, Orantiros will lean in close and be like, The pain of this world ends now, little one. He's going to die. All right. Uh, anything else you want to do with your turn? Um... How far does the warhorse need to move to trample? Uh, you can... So trampling is a full action, so that so that won't work. You need to travel in a straight line and full and action. You, it, you acted, so you couldn't really make it trap. So you could basically swap it out, but in this case, it, it cannot trample this round. Mm-hmm. Uh... Will there's there's still clockwork things moving here and there? There are still clockwork things moving here or there, but strangely, it doesn't seem like they'll they'll keep moving until after everyone's turns. 
It's very convenient. Going very, to move uh, to the <laughs> going to move to the west side of the westmost goblin just to kind of kite them closer to the building if that makes sense. I can right, ping on this, right? Cutting off their escape. Yes, yeah, kind of like right there. Yeah, you got right. it. I got it. Got it indeed. That's All right, me. so rushing over there. All right, you may do that. Um, one of the goblins uh, is not does not have its initiative at this point, so that's going to suck for it. Um, all right, Kalara, you are up then if, if Orontiros is done. All righty then. Um, well, I've moved, so everything's in my range again. It's true. Um, I think my spiritual weapon is going to move and try and smack. Do I still have disadvantage or am I back to normal? Uh, you are back to normal. Natural 20. My oh. first one on my new liquid core dice. Beautiful. Go ahead and uh, give it to me. After 20 points of radiant damage. Okay. On that, that one. Is, wait, was that your staff or was that? That was my spiritual weapon. Okay, so your spiritual weapon is going to smash this one to pieces. Um, and I would like to level sacred flame at the other one. So it needs um, to make me a deck save. Nineteen. It saves. All right, it's going to jump out of the way as. Uh, your sacred flame bursts next to it. It's going to start just screaming its head off. Hazel, what would you like to do? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, There's one goblin left. Cool. I am a significant distance from it, but that doesn't stop my firebolt. It, oh, God, no. All right. <laughs> if you wanted to run his spin over, but you also have firebolt. Firebolt's more fun. <laughs> Firebolt's faster, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Firebolt is the is the name of the next horse. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Oof, but I did not roll well. That is a twelve. Um, oh wait, I got determination back. You do. Uh, I don't think it'll do it though. I think that's just a fourteen. That's just a fourteen. All right, um, so there is going to be a <laughs> eruption of flame that launches at this goblin, and it's going to drop to its feet uh, and tower um, as the flame fires over it and is going to start screaming in goblin. I give up, I give up, I give up, I give up. Some of you speak goblin, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, does anybody speak goblin? Really? Okay. It's casting a spell. <laughs> God damn it. Um, all it's right. summoning its dark magics. Quick. It's Quick multiplying. <laughs> Do you have chills? They're multiplying. 
Okay. Cast mirror image on it. It's like, oh no. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Riz, that was your turn. All right. At the end of the turn, uh, it is going to take its action and is going to try. It's going to try to run away as quickly as it can. I don't think it's going to do very well, but it is going to double move and just try to run like hell. Um, kind of between everybody. Um, which at that point, um, the hatch above the main door is going to open again and that gnome is going to lean out and she's going to yell, Oh, you know, you piece of shit! And is going to hurl a small round, almost looks like a volleyball, that's going to go... Dunk, 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 dunk. And legitimately, he fails this roll as the ball goes... As a bundle of thrashing cords suddenly rip around the goblin, uh, who fails his saving throw and is restrained. Uh, top of the initiative, it is going to be Razira. Do 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 do. Oh, seventy feet. That's a piss off. Not if you use your bonus action to double move. It would get me sixty feet. Not if you use the horse, because you said you jumped on the horse. Well, I did say I jumped on the horse. All right. Alright, rush over. Then stab. Stab. Alright, rushing over on the horse. I love I love that you guys take no prisoners, but you're the nice ones. <laughs> to be fair, I couldn't hear him say Marcy. One of and them got away. One of them did get away. <laughs> ah! Alright, and I make I slashy slash. I saw very similar looking things, like absolutely destroy some knights so i have no way of knowing has clara ever come across all this before they look terrifying and evil it's gonna be an 18 to hit an 18 to hit is gonna be a hit they're all monsters here Fourteen points of piercing damage. God damn it! All right, how do you want to do this? Uh, I think Razir is just going to uh, just be like, "Oh, looks like you're all tied up. Here, let me help you with those those uh, let me help you with those lashings, and then just stab, stabby stab." All right, all right, stabbing into it. Um, the goblin is going to just. Glarg and is going to topple over completely dead. Um, and with that, the clockwork things are going to continue gnashing and kind of prancing around the battlefield until you'll hear a whistle is going to echo over the now silent battlefield and that window above the main door is going to and you'll hear the sound of clockwork gears and moving um, moving diodes and other other mechanical structures inside of the house and 
a goblin. Small, wearing, um, wearing a blacksmith's apron, tinkerer's apron, a white shirt with blonde hair pulled up into a wild, brimming topknot, and a pair of goggles uh, holding her bangs up, is going to lean out. Are they all gone? Uh, yeah. Um, do you have a few bandages, by any chance? Um... Who are you? What do you want? Um... I forget where you're sitting here from. Um, we're from... We order sitting here to, um, to check on you. From, uh... Yeah, well, so were they. Who are you? I don't know any Kender. Yeah, I... Well, I know Barthamel, but you're not Barthamel. We're from, uh, the, the name of the town. I'm sorry. I'm forgetting. It's been a while. I did not write things down. <laughs> you did not write down Calaman, huh? Calaman. Thank you. We're from Calaman. I have the Red Dragon Army's in Calaman? No, we're not from the Red Dragon Army. That explains why you stabbed them. What do you want? Um... You know more about the, those those cannons that the Red Dragon Army is using. Cannons. We we're sent from, yeah, from Marshal Cannons. Junk. Yes. The door is going to shut, and you'll hear, junk, 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 and then the front door is going to open as she steps out. Finally, someone a bit shorter than you, Rez. Is going to look around and. I don't know nothing about no cannons. Well, those red dragon guys made a sure a sure mess of things here. Um, cannons, huh? Hmm. Well, let's see. Cannon, cannon. My weed clearer. Oh, that makes sense. I guess it could be used as a cannon. I mean, kind of had a feeling they were going to. <laughs> and with that, she is going to begin tidying up her yard with a rake, scraping these mechanical devices back together into a big pile of rusted metal. Well, I mean, help if you can. You know, many light Aren't hands heroes. make quick work. Yeah. Or heroes will help. Does anyone have a bandage or something? I am, um, or I could, like, I'll help if you give me, like, ten minutes. Razira, were you wounded during that? All of She's the blood on me is hers. Oh. oh. God. Uh, just a bit. Oh. Kalara. Yeah, Kalara's gonna ride over. And check on Razira. I think Hazel's trying to like, like s slow the bleeding, just sitting there. Tamp, tamp down the blood. Yeah. Uh, All right. How hurt is Razira? Uh, like, we got less than half. Like fourteen hit points left out of thirty-seven. Okay. Um. What options do I have? 
how is it even possible that this much blood came out of such a small kinder? I, I don't know, really. I just, I found it, I guess. I just keep finding blood or something. Hmm. Um, it's very pressurized I... there. Is everybody else a little hurt as well? I'm a little hurt. I'm down about nine. Okay. Um, so you're 14 out of 37-ish mm -hmm. left. I am going to basically slide down off the horse, plant my staff in front of me, and... Nice stick. Divide energy is going to go... Um, so I can do 20 points of healing on this channel divinity. Um, it can only take you to half your hit points. So I think how that would be like, I'm, I'm not below half. So five ish for Razira. Yeah. yeah so half of 37 would be. I think. 18, yeah. Actually, so I you know take what? That doesn't four. really make sense if everybody else is not below yeah. half. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to cast Cure Wounds on you then. <laughs> okay. Many thanks. Ooh. What an interesting little toy there. How, does it, how, do you, how do you make it work? What is what is going on there? Uh, so it's 10 points. Can I see that? Can I touch that staff? Uh, that looks interesting. Can I see it? I bet I could make... Ooh, I could probably make some improvements to it. What's the power source? Plus is it three, love? So 14. Love's a really dumb power source. Why is it always love or friendship? Um, uh, oh, what about how, hatred? That's, well, I mean, that's also a useful power source, but, um, hmm. Where are my manners? I should offer you all a drink. Um, Bessie! Come here, girl! And you'll hear, and one of the side doors on the side of this ca uh, cottage is going to go and fall forward like a trap door. Um, chains are going to hit into the ground and you're going to hear clang, clang, clang as a mechanical cow is going to slowly go on six legs kind of shaking out. Why does it, it is... have six legs? Because it fell over with four. Um, oh. I had eight on it originally, but it doesn't really, it, it, it gets too stable. You need a little bit of the vibration, the shaking, and it's going to start going out, kind of like um, like a wind-up toy. What you can see that, that there's like, oh, well, that's Bessie. I think Kalara's gonna kind of plant her staff and reach and pull the arrow out of her shoulder and like start putting stuff on and kind of wrapping something around and slowly going around and doing it to the others as well. There we go. Uh, and as the cow is going to shake forward, you're gonna see that it has a layer of, of frozen condensation along the outside, as well as several levers next to its teats, which are made of some type of rubber. How tall is this cow? <laughs> this this cow is uh, about as tall as kind of like a slack like a slack backed cow, so about four feet off the ground. Okay, so its teats aren't at Riz height. Riz would actually have to go on the ground. Okay. The, 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 yeah, you'd have to lean under. Okay. You can see that it also has like 
it has something um, kind of draped over its back, almost like, uh, um, well, kind of like a saddle, uh, but it's got a bunch of like metal cups attached to it. Uh, yeah, well, if sorry. you're coming here, yeah, hi, hi, what's what? up? You're pretty. I... Thank you. So Did are you. you. Are those tattoos or makeup? There's only one way to find out. Did you get him in prison? Yes. Are you a criminal? No. Is that what you hear? You escape call you escape sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied. Yes. You escape call an SD and Oh, are you a Sylvan SD elf now? You're not nearly blonde enough unless you dyed your hair. Orintiros Caladan. And you? Oh, um <clears throat> Tatina Rickledust. The pleasure's all mine. Tatina? Tatina. Rickle dust. Rook, rookle dust. Rookle dust. Rookle dust. That's a very proud name. All the way from Mount Nevermind. It seems oh. that you were doing fairly. What, what is. Is this a cow? What? What is this? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Generally, it brings all the boys to the yard. One moment. And it's going to slide one of the uh, one of the cups out, and it's going to go. Um, you're a chocolate boy, and it's going to go. And you're near. As all of the gears or servos Sounds start like coming, and it's going to start going. <laughs> and start spraying this brown liquid. Uh, into the cup, uh, and it's going to come out as a not completely congealed chocolate malt. And what do we do with this? You drink it. It's chocolate. It's a. It's. A, it's uh, what? Try it. It's cold. Hmm. How? I don't think I added enough. I need to add something to actually prevent. How? How many flavors do you have? I would like it all mixed together. My like, goal is to have 32. You should try this. Wow. It's the optimal number of flavors. That was proven amount, never mind. Hazel, it's cold and chocolate. Whatever that is. It makes me highly uncomfortable. Good. Mm, that which does not... That which makes you uncomfortable makes you... So, could I just... Uh... Would would I be able to just like get up under there and put my mouth <laughs> down there? You just want to suck on her teats? Yeah, I do. I do want to suck on her teats. That's not sanitary. That's what I'm asking. Not until like you've been bandaged. Make me a persuasion roll. <laughs> I will make you a persuasion. Make me a persuasion roll to suck on my mechanical teeth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best time for this raid to have come in. Hi, raid. <laughs> Uh, 16. Mm, you look clean enough. All right, Riz huh. is going under. Riz She's literally like, dripping in blood. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> I'm going to roll. Uh, this cow has eight teats on it presently. Uh, it's it. She's working her way up to doing like a, basically like one of those like, like soda machines where you click the flavors. Yes. <laughs> you know? Amazing. Uh, so we're going to do a D8 and uh, we're going to say one is vanilla Two is chocolate, three is strawberry, four is pistachio, five is lemon, 
Six is gonna be Swirl, of course. Um, seven's gonna be like a grass. What's that? Wheatgrass? Like a pea or a wheatgrass? It's gonna be wheatgrass. Uh, and then eight is going to be. Can't be licorice? Any... Yeah, it's gonna be licorice. It's gonna be a niece. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you are going to get wheatgrass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Kalari, How's you that try oh. oh, you did the way you, you you chose the grass flavor one. I had this specifically customized for minotaurs. Uh, yeah, I, I think minotaurs would would like it. Um, uh, I'm glad you, know, you do too. Uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm just gonna try another one just to to taste and compare. <laughs> Don't double dip. Too late. <laughs> All right, you're gonna start sucking on the chocolate teat. Uh, and not do me a favor, Kalara. Fit. Try this, Hazel. Don't be shy. Riz, make me a con save. Oh no! Not after Riz's had been all over it. <laughs> That's gonna be Please. a dirty twenty, my friend. Okay. I insist. All right. So, uh, Kender appeared to be immune to brain freeze. Yes. All what, right. Brain? I thought I thought the dwarves weren't afraid to try any drink. Oh, um, well, uh, I I have an idea actually. Hold on. She's gonna reach up into the things. Are going. It's gonna start like, basically like puts two of the cups together, uh, and is going to fill one with vanilla. Uh, and then is going to reach into a little pouch on the side of her apron, pull out a bottle of what looks like bourbon, dump some generous helpings in, and start going, and then is going to hand it to you. It's it's not it's really runny now, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it smells very good. But it definitely didn't come out of the ones that Razira drank from. No, it is not. This came out of one of the ones. It's like a creamy color rather than the, the you're gonna see like this like like chocolate runoff just covering Riz. Yeah, it's 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 less the exact one. Basically, Hazel isn't sure how this works, and so she's like, did this come out of the same one or right? She can't yeah, tell it by doesn't color. She wants it to does, it's a different color. Soul. Different color. That's <laughs> Well, no, she wants to know that Riz did not have her mouth near this one. <laughs> did not have her mouth near this one. Cool. Then she'll drink it. All right, sounds good. I Make me a con save, too, because it's going to go down fast. Um, I have poison resistance. This is not poison, <laughs> this is cold resistance. But dwarven oh. resilience. I Natural 20. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was really hoping the dwarf would have the brain freeze. <laughs> I remember you Dwarven resilience, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna drink the world's first. I mean, what is that? That's vanilla bourbon. That's not a mudslide. Uh, ba I mean, basically, it's like a white Russian. Oh, right, mm. different, different. Eh, it's not really, but you know. All right, so drinking that, uh, she's gonna turn to you and uh, and thank you for the last one. Uh, sure. Uh, and uh, she's gonna give you a nice little swirl. Which is its own teat. It's not like mixing two of them. It's just, you know, 
Alright. Uh, Kalora will try it. It is freaking delicious. Nice. And can you do me a favor? Uh -huh. I need you to make me an intelligence check. Okay, dokie. Hazel looks at Orange Heroes and just goes, Stop looking so smart. Uh, 14. 14? Your baker feet gives you, or your chef feet, gives you a strange uh -huh. idea. This sweet substance. You've never had ice this iced cream before? Perhaps it could be combined with cake. All right, so as you're eating that, um, you're just going to have that kind of like a light bulb, and she's going to look up at you all. All right, well, if you're done sucking on my cow, why don't you tell me why you're here? And I think that's a good place for us to take a quick break. So, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in five. Oh, baby. I see you want what I want. You want more Dork Tales content? Well, why don't you get yourself over to patreon.com slash dorktales right now. Get exclusive behind-the-scenes access and more. Patreon.com slash dorktales. See you there, baby. Welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dork Tales. The sound of the clockwork contractions spill out from inside of Tatina Rookledust's house. As you enjoy the creamy confection that she provides to you, um, she finishes cleaning up the absolute mess that is her front yard. And as she does show, she uh, she invites you inside of her house. So, what brought you here? What do you need? What do you need? What can I do for you? Uh... You are a woman of many innovations, it seems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. That's why I live this far away from everybody else. I don't want to disturb them with my genius inventions. <laughs> oh, but seriously, they do get quite noisy sometimes, especially the chickens. The chickens are very, very noisy. You I hate them that way. seem to be recreating some sort of farm. Mm -hmm. Did you grow yeah, up absolutely. on a farm? Well, it, it's just, it's... Um, I think that um, I think that the, the problem with farm animals is that they're very, very um, vulnerable to disease, to, uh, to predation, to um, to injury. So if we can turn farm animals into mechanized farm animals, they're more resistant and can do the job of multiple farm animals. In fact, how many flavors of milk do you think a normal cow gives? One. Really? <laughs> She starts flipping through her notebook. That's not what I have. I have. How, how many cows give milk do you think? I don't know. I've never actually seen a real cow up close, but I'm sure that it's at least more than one. But brown cows give chocolate milk, right? I wish. Well, I'm sure it doesn't really matter in the end. Um, so yes, um, um, yes, um, I um, you you mentioned uh, my 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 weed clearer. Mm, yes. 
<laughs> yes. Um, We've heard you're quite the, the tinker, um, mm -hmm. and we were would be interested uh, in talking to you about your creations and uh, and if you'd be interested at, uh, in assisting Calaman at all with defenses. Hmm. Question. Uh, but uh, do, w did you make those contraptions to purposefully fight things, or no, is no, that no, just no, 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 no? My my creations are specifically not for any type of well. They're not for warfare. That's not the point. Um, look, many of the, my contraptions are a little overzealous, but they're they're not designed for warfare. The thing that they... Look, a couple of weeks ago, this this stranger in red and black armor asked to, push, to purchase my weed-clearing device. They paid a bit extra to make it a little stylized. I thought they were just trying to make it, you know, give it a little bit of extra flair to kind of make it look like a mythological dragon. So, of course, I... I thought, you know, hey, what's wrong with a little bit of bling? So, of course, I got fitted in the way that... Did this weed clearer shoot fire? Mm-hmm. How else do you expect to get rid of weeds? It... Well... I, I see. So, I heard... you're, you're hmm. the inventor of the weed clear that the red army is yes. has mass produced those things hurt a lot i know and that's why when the stranger came back and hired me to design another device that was supposed to be picked up today i i refused and I also didn't finish it. I was working on another invention at the time, and I kind of lost track of it. But when the goblin showed up and demanded to hand over the weapons, um, well, I kind of realized what they were being used for. And I refused. And, well, then they attacked, and you showed up and helped. Which, I mean, I probably had everything under control, but thank you. No, no problem. It it didn't look like they were going to get in, but I'm glad we could help. Well, who knows how many of them are. There were there. There were at least 10, 11 with the big one. No. Hmm. Well, do you think that they'll counterattack? They'll, they'll come to raise your your cottage, your workshop. Hmm, I doubt it. Goblins are usually pretty stupid. Plus, you killed all but one of them. That's the issue. One of them might go back to the the Red Army. Hmm. Yeah, you might not be safe here anymore. Hmm. I'm sure the city you would could... take you in if you would like. Yeah, Calaman would... Be able to, and if you could help them shore up their defenses, you could take down this army, maybe. Well, 
tell you what, I'm happy to go to Calaman with you and discuss this further. At the very least, if my inventions are being used for ill, there's a good chance that they might have made recreations. Although, I do have a couple of fail-safes usually built in that their engineers would probably have to think their way around. Hopefully, they got a little bit blowed up in the process. But regardless, I would be happy to go with you. But, um... In the meanwhile, um, I, I'll, I'll go with you to Calaman, but first, I would like you to help test out a new experiment of mine. Brand new invention. You're going to love it. What sort Is of it the invention? kind that bites? Like that weird set or of teeth throws you? I was going to say, is it anything like a flinger? I would love, I'd love to fly no on that flinger. again. No, 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 no. I mean, I guess it does throw something, really. I'm more interested in farm animals and communication devices, which is why I have... Oh, where is it? Hold on. And she's going to duck into a cabinet and start rustling around. You're going to hear clang, 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 clang. Ribbit. When did a frog get in here? Anyway. Ribbit. little frog is going to hop along. A metallic frog is going to go... Ribbit. Behind it. That's better. A friend for your frog. <laughs> All right, let's see. And here we go. Boom. And she's going to slam something down on the desk uh, or at the table that she has you sitting at. Now, here you are going to see that it is a device that's about the size of like a large backpack. In fact, it has straps on the front of it and a belt around it, almost like hiking backpack with a large. Um, almost like a respirator tube on the back of it with a pair of brass horns sticking off of it, a glowing crystal with a pair of swirling diodes and all of this brass filigree along the way, as well as a small tube that runs out of it and into this, well, what almost looks like the hilt of a sword, but with kind of like a circular basket. What? What? This, uh, this is a device I call a Fargab. It's, it's really, really good. Um, so uh, when you use it, you can use, um, well, here, just, just here, take this. She's going to push it toward you. Hold on. You're going to really like this. And she grabs the other one, throws it on herself. Make a strength check. Require help? Starts to tip backwards. I'll catch. I'll catch uh, they, oh, well, thank you, Sir L. Um, hey, come out, come, come, come with me, come with me. Help me, help me carry this outside. Oh, okay. I. Hmm. She shuffles outside. I guess we're going out, outside. <laughs> okay. Here, I'll let you do it. What, Hold this. What am I? Oh, okay. She hands you the little handle. Click that button. So depress the lever. And I, then speak. Okay. Uh, hello, I'm, my name is Oren Tiros. The device on the desk begins going, Hello, my name is Oren Tiros. Out of the horn. What? You'll well, hear your voice echoing from inside of the building. Are there any buttons on it? Uh, there are magic is that? There are tons of buttons and dials on it, but you'll see that there is the handle has a little mouthpiece or a little, little lever on it. Hi, Oren Tiros. Hi, Rontiros. How are you capturing everyone's voice? It's not. It's transporting. It's a far gab. It allows you to gab, but far. 
Oh. It allows you to send a short message of about 25 words uh, to someone else wearing the other matching Fargab. Um, I've been trying to maximize its range right now. Right now, I'm sitting at about mm, 17.829 miles. How? Is that farther than I can send a message? <laughs> I think it might be, actually. What's what's the is. range on actually I don't think it is. I think message goes much further than that. No, message is 120 feet. Is it only 120 feet? Yep. Oh my god. Sending so, yeah, is it's... like across planes. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, you're thinking of sanding. I'm thinking of sanding. So So yes, it is it is further than you can send it. But do you have to wear those that, backpacks? Hazel? You'll be put out of a job soon. Well, it transmits back That's and forth. Empty. It transmits back and forth between the units. As you can see here. Do you have a mini version? Why would you want a mini version? Because I'm a wee kinder. But you're taller than than she is. <laughs> Build up your quads. Oh, yes, I do need to work on that. I know. We, al we also have a horse. Horse strap strap on the back of the horse. So, what kind of magic is this? It's not magic, it's technology. What kind of magic is it technology? It works like magic, yeah. Um, superior, because you don't need to be a magic user to use it. Hmm. Like elf magic. But better, because I made it. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't say better, exactly. Hmm. Well, I mean, elf magic is worse, I'd say that. I think I killed your friend. Uh, he kind of does does that. He's, he's fine. He he's a bit of a drama, uh, a drama bard. What a fragile troubadour! It's true. That's why I usually create copies of myself and charge forth into a horde of goblins. That was very dramatic. I like how you got them all to harmonize as well. That was quite a nice touch. It, I've been working on that. Thank you. Did you notice that the horse even harmonized? Oh, oh totally. The, the knees were all like, nee, 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 nee. Yeah. I have to work. Hazel, do you have any tips on illusions so I could give sparkle sparks? Like... Like a little like wicker hat the next time I do that? Why don't you just give him a wicker hat? Yeah. Well, I don't have one. I could make you can, a wicker can hat. Can I cast Minor Illusion to make a wicker hat? Yes, you may. <laughs> cool. So the horse Wish outside, is, you're going to look outside, cast it. The horse is going to have a wicker hat on. Because Pretty we didn't have to go find a wicker hat to do that. Ex there you go. So... Do that that's very cool. Um, do, are you? Do you have anything else that you're making? 
there's a lot of stuff going on in here. What other magical or not magical technology you said? Hmm. You have. Um, I mean, I've got the chickens. I've got the the goop dart. I've got the um, I've got the ball of ropes. The goop dart. The goop dart. Yeah, that's what hit me in the face. Oh, but sorry. What was that green stuff? Was that pistachios? Mm -hmm. I figured someone might have a nut allergy, and uh, so I weaponized it against the goblins, hoping that they were allergic. None of them really were. How though. many more of those do you have? Weaponized? Mm, probably three. Could I have one? I don't see why not. Um... Pistachio. I've got pistachio and I've got an orgiet. An orgy? No, an orgy. An almond one. Oh. No, I'll go with pistachio. Kind of. I like the green. They might get scared that it's acid as well and be quite like. It might put them off a bit and more oh, distracting. That was my problem. I used green on a goblin. Goblins are kind of greenish, and it makes sense. I should have remembered my color theory. What you color should green you use on against green. goblins? Red. Mm. It's the opposite color of green. I saw your dwarf use fire. That was pretty effective. Yeah, fire tends to be quite uh, effective. Mm -hmm. But if you cast fire on something red, it might not work. That's basic color theory. Hmm. Riz looks at Hazel. <laughs> Hazel looks like she's about to argue and then looks at herself. Goes like, I'm red. I cast fire away from me. She's so confused. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. That's just a theory. A color theory. Anyway, thanks for saving me. I, for, I regret nothing. <laughs> is there any of these contraptions that you would like to take with you? Well, the far gap. Other than the far gap? No. I think I should be good otherwise. This place locks down pretty well. And I'm not going to be I'm not going to be gone forever. Although I should probably clean out Bessie or else that milk is going to curdle. Doesn't it stay yeah. frozen? Not terribly long. Because I need to keep filling her gut with ice. Where do you get the ice? From the refrigerator. The, the what? Oh. The, the ice chest. The what? You have a chest that just has ice in it. Hmm. Can can you show me? Do you want me to show you my chest? How rude. The ice chest. Alright, fine. What if I say please? Oh, well, <laughs> well, of course then. It's a bit cold in here, though. Um, please. Uh, uh, so she'll take you down into, uh, into basically a little, like, cellar. 
Um, she has like a little tiny wine cellar down a little ladder. Next to it is a, a room that's just full of ice. It's about the size of like a, like a sauna. In fact, there's a little chair in it. What? How? Why is why does this exist? To store things. I mean, this is where I mean. See that that hunk of meat over there? Um, <clears throat> my name is Oren Tiros. Um, well, I wasn't talking about the beef steak. I was talking or the beef cake. I was talking about the beef steak. But but how does this all stay so cold? Technology. Oh, I'll take your word for it. Gnome magic it is. Sure. It's probably for the best. I would hate to have to explain it to you. Plus, you take all of my technology back to Qualinesti, and then all of the elves would industrialize, and it just would be a whole thing. Do you know how bad it would be if elves became middle managers at some type of plant or some type of, you know, ca global capitalist enterprise? There'd be no mobility. You guys live forever. I, That's pretty I do, terrible. I do think that it would be very difficult to get any of the Qualinesti elves to... Uh, Adopt this technology. Thank, thank the gods. Good. Anyway, I'm happy to go with you to uh, to Calaman. Ready to go whenever you are. Okay. Uh, all right. Um. Orange Heroes is just touching random things and. Seeing their breath for the first, uh, assuming your, that Qualinesti is trying to, to escape like the your trauma. body, Orinteros. <gasps> I knew it. <laughs> it's necromancy. She's actually a, an, uh, some sort of a lich trying to steal our souls. Lich ice cream. That would taste good. That's how it's pronounced, right? Mm -hmm. Litchy? Litchy oh, ice cream. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice fruit you can usually find down in uh, in the more the tropical areas. Litchy fruit are the it? best. I, I have actually. There was I actually found it with uh, Ispin as well. We went down there. Had a, like a litchy like drink. It was it was very good blended. It was kind of at a weird-ish texture, but it's very unique. Um, fresh. How does that have to do with the undead? I don't know. They just called it lychee. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I could walk around and ask a thousand questions, but um, well, I have nothing but time and. Some of you don't, so. Yeah, we kind of have an impending war coming towards us. I think that's a bit of a deadline. Mm. Um, all right. I think all of us are a little more short on time than uh, we're used to. Mm-hmm. Well, I, um... Well, I hope I can help some way. I'm sure you can. Well, let's, let's get you back to Calaman. All right. Gathering up your belongings, you can venture forth easily. 
Um, she locks up her house, pulling a series of levers that let off no end of steam. Before long, you are going to be able to mount your horses and begin to head off. It does not take long before you make your way back to uh, make your way back to Calamad. It's an uneventful trip. Of course, as you're heading back, you do get a bit buffeted by rain, which is just the nature of traveling through Nightland. You make your way across and into the city, being welcomed back in by the guards who see you, who see you in, and before long, you will make your way into the council room, where the city's leaders will happily greet Rookledust. The um, commander will take you aside, and um, as you are... One moment. Uh, so, Marshal Vendry takes you aside. As uh, as Rukul Dust is greeting the uh, the rest of the city council. Hey, you did really well here. I appreciate you going above and beyond. Give me a stat rep. I want to know what uh, a stat rep. I want to know what happened out there. Sit rep. Sat rep. What am I doing? I can. Does this have to do with that exercise thing the others were telling me? Reps? No, not rep. No, that's situation. a situation. Sit, sit up. That's a sit up you're thinking. Why do you mm. want us to do sit ups? Can you give me a situation? Uh, can you give me a status report? Oh. Tell me what happened out there. Fought some goblins. One got away. Hmm. Had a hobgoblin leading them? He wasn't the one that got away, though. They were wearing um, black armor as well, or clothing. So with the red a dragon symbol. Iron yeah. goblins now. Yeah, looks like it. They were sent to um, retrieve uh, weapons from Ruckle. Ruckle dust. Um, and when she wasn't going to get to them, they attacked her. So uh, we got there in good time to help out, though it didn't seem like mm. she needed much. Her house is quite well defended. Mm hmm. Well, this isn't good news, but it's not, um, it could have gone worse. Take the rest of the day off. I'm going to look and see what types of missions I can have you do in the next few days. But until then, enjoy your time in Calaman. Get some rest in, uh, up on the 4th. Thank you. Calaman thanks you. And let me know if there's anything else that we can do for your people outside the walls.
Um, have you heard anything about like real dragons at all on this area? I, I met while we were going there. We met a kinder who was nobody's who was seen a real for... dragon in a long time. Why? You said you, you've seen evidence of one. No, I was just wondering if if you if you have there was a kinder. Uh, last name was Trapspringer who was out looking for, for dragons. Can't say I do. But if an actual real dragon comes around, I'll be sure to let you know. Oh, we should probably also let you know that there were um, human bandits, well, bandits in general, um, who were going to join up. Hmm. Probably with promises of good pay, steady pay, spoils and plunder. Yeah. We did me. suggest maybe coming here and helping you all instead. Hmm. Had a dwarf with them and a half elf. Mm-hmm. Molly crew. Strange adventuring party. Well, hopefully they chose the right. I don't know. Paul? <laughs> Was there anything useful at Rookle Dust's place that you could see that could be used to stave off a siege? A lot of small things. A lot of gnome trinkets that went kaboom, that bit ankles, that caused confusion and strife. The potential of those creations is great, but that falls on them now. I mean... There's the far gab, which we've taken with us. The what? Yes. I, hmm, it, well, we, we have it just out here. Hmm. If you'd like to take a look, it's a device that can let two or presumably more individuals communicate over a great distance, many miles even. Oh, sorry. That's a Qualinesti term. Many kilometers. It sounds useful. Hopefully it won't explode. A cow that made iced cream. And you ate it? Yeah. It was quite good. Uh, Make sure your stomach doesn't explode. Just, um, I had plenty of green. alcohol with mine, so. Alcohol is Go get some rest. I'm going to go check and make sure the gnome isn't doing anything. Uh... Gnomish? <laughs> she nods and heads back into the council chamber. 
And anyway, so that's what I do when I when I when I wired the contrabulator to the rambulation uh, matrix. Then that <laughs> leaving you in the hallway, you are free to go about Calaman Castle. What do you do? What? Well, now what? <laughs> I don't know if there was anything I was supposed to be doing. Um, Tend to the wounded. Does anybody want something to eat? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we've been just riding all day. Could go for. Uh, go for a go for a bite. Yeah, I could right. I could eat. I mean, well, I mean, do you want to go somewhere or I can cook for you? That works. To the market! Okay. Well, if Your fish pies does... are fantastic. Yeah, I've if you can make some one. pies, that would be so good. Um, I'm not sure how fresh their fish is here, but because I don't know what the time the catch is. Um, but I'm sure we can find something in the market. It doesn't have never... to be fish pies, but they just are really good. Yeah. Right. Well, I never tried one of them. Oh, you're you're missing out, aren't you? It's like I I have strict happiness. Diet. It's it's happiness. Clara yeah. is going to drag them through the market. Then, if this is what we're doing, okay. sounds good. And rapidly bargain for things. Sounds and good. I think get all the ingredients to make probably chicken pie because I think that cooks quicker than say like hopefully oh, fish beef. pie yeah um and cinnamon buns all right sounds good you'll spend the day cooking hanging out in your hall it's a nice relaxing time uh, each one of you is going to go ahead and uh, you're going to take a long rest or refill your hit points completely you are going to be able to make these pies which uh if you are, are you doing the ones that do healing or temp hit points what do you do again um, With the, the chef feet as part of a short rest, you can cook special food, providing you have ingredients, blah, blah, blah. Um, at the end of a short rest, any creature who eats the food and spends one or more hit dice to regain hit points regains an extra 1d8. Okay. Um, and I will probably spend some time to make my special ones as well, which last for eight hours after being made. Um, you can use a bonus action to eat one, and you gain temporary hit points equal to your proficiency bonus. So not Excellent. much, but just a little tiny boost. That sounds good. So yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, the whole thing's going to cost you one steel coin for all of the ingredients. Okay. So and that's for enough for all five of you. Um, all four of you, I suppose. Because um, Godfrey's not presently with you. Uh, but all four of you and to and have a little bit of spare. Leftovers for my brothers or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Riz is as... going to be that like annoying help in the kitchen where she's just like bouncing from place to place. You tell her to do a task and she does like Clara halfway through and then gets distracted. Will prove to be very good at corralling you because she has a younger brother that she's already had to do this for for years. Fair. And an older brother who was probably a pain in the ass when he was younger. He's still a pain in the ass now. Um, so as you spend time it's around... It's more mature pain in the ass though. So. 
as you spend time around the city, you're going to go and see the refugee camp outside of the wall, spend some time with them. Your brothers are doing quite well. In fact, your older brother, Kern, is doing... He's almost completely recovered any wounds that he took during the escape and has gone about um, rethatching and reworking some of these old, kind of like the merchant camp that's outside the city that's been given to your refugees. He's spending a lot of time doing re-roofing and um, just kind of making them a little more habitable. You know, the skills that your father taught him when uh, when you were quite young. Your younger brother's mostly going around pulling pranks and things like that, but now that you're gone, you would think that he has it easy, except there's a new person barking orders at him that he seems to actually listen to. And that is the currently healing Sir Levna. Who is doing her best, uh, still a bit tender as she's walking around, but healed almost completely by the divine magic that you've channeled into her. I will pass she's... her a cinnamon bun. Thank you very much. Thank you for keeping London in order. He's a good kid. He just needs proper discipline. Oh, yes. Mm. He's just troublesome. <laughs> He just needs it beaten out of him. Well, I mean, not too hard. What's too hard? I mean, he's still a kid. He's like 14. When I was his age, I was almost into my night trials. I suppose Godfrey was training then, wasn't he? He was. Huh. If you can call him. I don't that know. Training. I mean, he's my baby brother. What kind of training do they make you do during the night? The darkest training. Like defense against the dark arts? No, we don't talk about that. Don't tend to have teachers that last long. Anyway, this is good. You're welcome. The rest of the day is very uneventful. You enjoy relaxing, playing some music, going shopping, practicing some new spells. I wanted to go back to those dwarves and share a drink sure. of the uh, alcohol I bought. As you head back, they'll give you a little bit of shit as you make your way back into their shop. Oh, sister, look who it is. It's the dwarf that can't handle a bellow. Oh, be nice, bro. Uh, be nice, cousin. Yeah, be nice. I bring uh, gifts. Oh, you know, a bellow's not the only thing that someone has to be able to do. There's many, many things that bring, um, uh, that, that show the quality of a person. Generosity is one of them. Storytelling is another. Shall we drink? Aye. I think we shall. Uh, can you do me a favor? Why well, would you like you yep. to make me a con save? I want to see who gets tipsy first. Cool. Ooh, that's real good. He's pretty tough. I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> uh, and you get a roll with advantage because you're a dwarf. Okay, so she gets she gets pretty silly quick. But Hazel, you are a mountain dwarf, and these are two hill dwarves. You're going to easily drink them to the table. Not under it, but to it. Yep. So with that, uh, you all have a wonderful, a wonderful time. And the next morning, 
as you're sleeping in, it is just past eighth bell in the morning. Orantiros just kind of idly laying on his bed, uh, not really strumming his instrument, but just kind of like tuning it probably. The rain buffeting against the walls of the fourth floor halls, um, off its shingles. You're going to hear at your door. Um, <coughs> hello, my friends. Uh, tis I, uh, Sir Derrick. Huh. Uh, may I uh, enter? I'm in my pajamas, but, uh, uh, you could probably come in if everyone else is decent. Art that Kalara decent? will get up and just kind of let him in, like, rubbing her eyes. The door will open, and Derrida is standing there, dressed up, his hair long and black, kind of bundled up around the nape of his neck, where it can be pulled into a very, very tiny little tail. Um, his plate armor shined immaculately with all the Salomnic knotwork on it. <clears throat> um, uh, well met, my friends. <laughs> um... Uh, I was hoping that uh, you would be awake at this hour. Um, I've been given word by the leaders of Calamac um, some missions that you should partake upon. Oh. More work. Good. Um, uh, if you would not mind. Um, one way or another. Uh, there are... Um, well, there are three missions that uh, have come to our attention that you could uh, look into. Uh, the first... Um, uh, Clara, did you make fish pies yesterday? It smells really nice in here still. No, I made chicken. And cinnamon oh. bun. Oh, chicken is like the, cinnamon, the, I think the we fish got some left. I, I love a cinnamon bun. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I haven't had a cinnamon bun in, in, in uh, well, one of your buns in quite a while. Um, I think I made them last month. Yeah, I, I yeah, um, I would love a cinnamon bun. <laughs> uh, thank you. She'll go find uh, one. <laughs> uh, he'll take it. Um, um, so, um, We've heard reports of some enemy activity to the east of Calaman, um, a bit further away than, um, uh, well, you were about 12 miles to the south previously, so you probably missed some of this, uh, but out to the east, about, well, we've heard mixed reports, um, kind of over by the, uh, the, the Estwild border, um, uh, we've heard that there is, um, some issues uh, arriving there. Uh, it appears that some of our merchants and farmers have not made their recent deliveries into this in, into town, um, which is uh, not good. Not that would generally not be a good thing if your food and supply chain were not able to get into town. Exactly. Um, there is 
quite a supply uh, already built up inside of the city, but these are additional supplies that um, we tend to purchase, uh, apparently. Um, I'm still learning the logistics here. Uh, in order to have uh, a backup stock in case of a siege. You know, gourds and uh, other long-standing things, uh, apples, uh, things that, that, that survive well in casks. Also, we... And cows. Many things. Um, however, I've also heard a rumor, um, well, another mission uh, that has been passed on by uh, by Javiv, um, Javiv Veldrus, um, uh, one of Cudgel's men who um, came on the boats with us, remember? Mm. Um, I. There were a pair of scouts that were keeping tabs on the Dragon Army's movements uh, north of the Vingard River. Uh, about 20 miles east and six miles uh, north-northwest of here, I mean, and about six miles east of Vogler. Um, they haven't reported in in some time. There is concern that they may have been overtaken by the army, or perhaps are in hiding. Hmm. I'm not certain which one of these missions would be best for you, but um, uh, let me know. Um, also, Godfrey sends his best. Are any of them in the same sort of direction? I'm sorry? Are any of them in the same sort of direction? We could always try and do... Un unfortunately, they're in opposite directions. Um, uh, didn't you say we had three missions for us? Well, um, yeah, there's... Uh, so... Uh, uh, well, alongside of, um, of, uh, of the road blockades, uh, there have been rumors of bandits kind of amassing and, and causing trouble around farmsteads there. Um, I say three but I think there's a chance they could be the same event. Um, they're all within a couple of miles of each other, these reports are. I guess we, we could look into any of them, really. Whichever um, is the closest, perhaps. Do you think there's any that are more important? That we should do first, times, I suppose, time-sensitive? Well, I suppose one would be finding the Get scouts the would mean that flies? we would be well, I, I don't know. Um, the scouts would know exactly the movement of the Red Dragon Army if they are coming closer to us. Which is very useful. But if these farmers are being overran or injured, then their lives are at immediate stake. Uh, I guess it depends where you put your priorities. And, um... Well, Marshal Vendry uh, thinks that you can make the decision. Uh, she trusts your your instincts, and so do I. What do, what do you all think? 
ride for whichever is closest. I mean, if, if they're all within a couple miles of each other. I suppose if the well, scout twenty miles to the north, the enemies. Did you say how for the farm for the merchants? How far east were they? Um, These reports coming in. A while. Um, so about about twenty miles to the east, uh, and the others are about. Um, uh, last we heard from the scouts, uh, they were. Oh, it must be. Uh, what did I say a minute ago? It was about about twenty miles and twenty miles. Yeah, so I, I don't think any of them are close to each other. We kind of just have to, to pick one and start going in that direction. Yeah. So, Derritz, do you know yes. if the supplies, though there are not, there are not lives immediately at danger. I mean, if we are besieged we would need those supplies for the people within the walls to to yeah. withstand the siege. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, yes, sir. Uh, Hazel, do we go to where we might save lives right away, or do we recover the supplies for the lives of many. It's it's a hard choice. I what what is right? What is best? I was heard from a. Uh, I heard from an elf once this great legend of wisdom he told me he said the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few are the one excellent there's some that wisdom was me. in that truly excellent Orontiras we you know the great elven philosopher Um, I'm I'm pretty sure you just like said it <laughs> while we were Nemo. walking. How have all of you heard of this great elven philosopher? No. Oh, Hazel. Oh, is it is that something that Ispen used to say? And I mean, you you might have talked about it, and I just tuned you out. Like I don't, I don't remember everything you say. <sighs> Ouch. That hurts more than any goblin arrow ever could. I never forget anything. Tell me about the great elven philosopher. Or oh, I don't remember. <laughs> well, I suppose if we're going to do one, we should start soon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I... Does anybody have anything for the rain? Um, well, I mean, it'll clear up soon enough, I imagine. Nightland is 
quite mercurial in its nature. <laughs> Wait five minutes and the weather changes, eh? Exactly. I mean, it can't rain all the time. Unless. Oh. <laughs> Speak of it. I suggest that we investigate the supply line that has been disturbed. That sounds like a good idea. Agree. All right. Sounds excellent. Then at first dawn, uh, at first light tomorrow, I suppose, um, horses and, and head out. So, Derrett, you are going about your nightly business, or shall you be accompanying us? Well, yes. How has your, your training been, training the others? It's been good. I, um, it's not what I was trained for, but I like to think that I'm rising to the occasion. Excellent. Do you have to go back to that, or...? I do, actually. But, um... You'll hear another knock at the door. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, although, I cannot attend... I do have someone who I think can go in my stead. I think you'll be excited to see him again. Now, with that, he is going to rise, walk over to the door to your room, and open it revealing another long-haired, strong-chinned man standing behind the door. And I think that's where we're going to call game for the night, with Godfrey behind the door, ready to enter again. I think that's the right place, right there. So, nice, that's uh, good. All right, so folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. Uh, we're going to be back in one week uh, for another episode of Dragonlance. Um... In the meanwhile, if you like what we do here, uh, give us a follow. Give us a sub if you're watching on YouTube. Leave us a comment because I love to read them. Uh, and uh, if you want to help support the channel, don't forget that you can use your Amazon Prime sub here on Twitch. Uh, you, If you're listening on podcast, because this is going on podcast now, uh, you should definitely give us a five-star review. Leave a comment. And uh, if you are so inclined, please join the Patreon and help support the channel directly. This is a full-time gig. And uh, every dollar that you donate helps the channel grow and maintain itself uh, as we continue to do more stuff than like, oh God, like most streams on the internet. I was looking at our schedule. It's ridiculous, folks. We are going to have like nine concurrent games going next month. We were it's... trying to figure out when to do a session zero and it's like, oh, away this weekend. Oh, next weekend's mage. Oh, this. <laughs> no, it's, no. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but if you if you want to support the channel, patreon.com is the best place to do it. You can also leave donations in the tip jar below. Um, but if you join Patreon, you get advanced access to a lot of stuff, uh, behind the scenes podcasts, at least one to four additional bonus games per month, maybe more. Um, and you also join the likes of such luminaries as, uh, my world building producer, Soul Omen, my, uh, divine producer, my mom, Jan, uh, my demonic producer, Precarious, my, uh, wizard of the Patreon, Tammy, the forever cleric, and my high council of the Patreon, 
Terran, The Traveler, Buddy, Trizelta, Amberthist, Cubby Gummy, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRook, and Sorcerer Sanguine. It's wonderful to have you all there. You all are amazing. Thank you for keeping the channel going and for letting us do the things that we do here. Any last things before we call it? Uh... Looks like somebody's asking if there are dice merch. So we have some we have some branded dice, but nothing that they're just for the cast right now. If you uh, if we get enough people, um, uh, some of our dice friends have uh, said that they would make a game line, so that would be pretty good. We with Dork Tales as the logo, like some of our dice, are like like these guys. Wait, that's a tour. hold on. There we go. <laughs> How do, I, how do I get how do I get these? How do you get these? I can get you. I can probably get you some. They're just expensive. They're they're a lot of money. The import is actually costs more than the dice most of the time. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about, about that soon. If you do want to get some Dorktales merch, you can go find us on T Public and Redbubble. Although the newest stuff is on T Public, uh, check it out. And there's plenty of more designs coming up soon, including a special one for this game that I think you're gonna like. Uh, but uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you big much, and uh, we will see you in the next episode. Good night, everybody. Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen is a Dork Tales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Godfrey High Valor, Robin Holford as Razira Moonbrush, Jen Peters as Hazel Nightgranite, Christine Rattray as Kalara Vingar, and Kaylin Vinson as Orontiros. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your roleplaying experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our world-building producer, Jade the Maker of Monsters. Our divine producer, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Drizelta, aka James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRook, and Sorcerer Sanguine. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Voidweaver, and Rufio. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Hillary, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiamas Fenson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, 
Dazed Apricot, Ray G, The Bongmaster, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Policino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Marcel, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keen, Walter Manbeck, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Wolfgang, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Joseph, Stephen Malik, Game Hen, Panda Sior, James G, Sabersloth, Joshua Chandler, EBG, Frederic Lapont Moret, Spiffy Groovy Nerd, Kurama215, Tyrone Slothrop, and Andrew Rambling Gamer. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, Stephen Pearson, and Chip. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.